Welcome to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast, where we show you how to build your business brick by brick. Put on your hard hat and grab your tool belt because you are about to enter the construction zone. And now, here's your host, Christy Hostler. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast. I'm so happy that you've chosen to tune in to us today. My name is Christy Hostler, and I am the Brick and Mortar Reporter. I have taken on this mission of trying to get interviews with local, independent, small business owners um, because I believe in the cause, and I believe in the cause of local, and I believe in localism. And I'll talk a little bit more about that, but I wanted to take this first um, episode. It's not really an interview episode. It's just going to be an episode where I kind of share what we're going to do with the Brick and Mortar Reporter and what this podcast is all about. You might be wondering about me. Um, I am a middle-aged woman from the South. Um, I have spent more than 25 years working for companies as large as Fortune 500 companies and as small as a family-owned business, managing customer relations, managing customer service, managing sales, um, doing all types of customer-facing roles. And, you know, back in the beginning of the recession in 2008, I really um, began to be disappointed in parts of my community whenever I would go to local stores that I had frequented and found that they were no longer in business. And this seemed to be a recurring thing. It might be one week it was a restaurant, and the next week it might be the music store, the next week it might be the bookstore. Um, you know, it just seemed like all of these businesses that were family owned were struggling. Now, I'm also one that had always been sort of driven by price. I like to get a good deal. I love not to spend more money than I have to on items that I'm purchasing. And so I would be, I, I just personally, this is, is kind of crazy, but I happen to be one of those people that love the Vibram Five Finger shoes. And once you get used to them, you just love them. Well, I got to know what size I wore and what styles. It's the kind of thing you have to go into a store and really try on and make sure they fit. And then you can go online and you could buy them and, and be on clearance at some of these larger big name stores. And I began doing a lot of internet shopping and doing some price, you know, price shopping. And it seemed like every single time I would compare with a local store, the internet would always be cheaper. Why not go with it? And especially if you can get free shipping or some kind of promotion code or something like that. And what I found is that I was contributing to the problem. I was part of the reason that many of these local businesses couldn't survive. I, at that point in time in my life, I was not what you call a conscious consumer. Um, I strive to be a conscious consumer right now. What I, what I mean by a conscious consumer is that I choose where I'm going to spend my dollars as consciously as I can. And any time I have a choice and I can choose to spend money at a business or an establishment in my community that will keep more money in my local business, in my local community because they're a local business, then that's what I want to do. Not saying that I never have been in a Walmart or I don't ever um, shop on Amazon. There are times and places for those things, especially the more remote areas that you live in, you might have to rely more heavily on those sorts of things. But there are also many, many things that we can get in our communities. 
The Brick and Mortar Reporter podcast is something that I came up with because I felt like the localism movement, um, it's so individual in every community it's different. And some local communities have thriving local business communities. They have thriving by local campaigns that are going on. They have so much that they're doing to try to get local people worrying about spending their money locally versus with a uh, a big chain. They're going brick and mortar, independent, small, local versus national big box chains. And let me just tell you, this is a battle that's never going to go away. At the same time, the underdog is the local mom and pop shop. The underdog is the company that's right there that was started by your neighbors and your family. So the Brick and Mortar Reporter podcast is the opportunity to highlight some of those businesses. There are businesses across the country that are doing fantastic work. They're doing great things, not just with their passion and their business, but they're doing great things in their community and they're also helping support other local community businesses. So it it goes hand in hand with the whole idea of consciously consuming and being a conscious spender and making sure that anytime you have a choice, it goes to your local um, establishment first because they, they keep more dollars in your community. The statistics are, that for every dollar that you spend at a local mom and pop shop, and granted the statistics vary of different parts of the country, but anywhere from 60 to 73 cents on that dollar will stay in your community. And many times when I say in your community, it means tax revenue. It means that local business is also spending with other local businesses, whether it's the, you know, the, whether they have a local accountant or a local cleaning service. They're spending um, by being a vendor for other local businesses, and that keeps money and jobs in your community. If you use a national chain, every dollar that you spend, less than 40 cents go to back into your community. And that's because so many of their contracts and their vendors are other national big box chains because they're the ones that can support that kind of a distribution system. So it does make a difference. Every community counts. Every small business counts. And in this podcast, week after week after week, we're going to have small business owners that have agreed to come on they're going to tell us the story behind their business you know if you're like me you go to small businesses in your community and maybe you know who the owner is but it's hard to take the time right there when they're working to you know sit there and kind of find out all about them it's hard to get to that drive and passion of why did you start this business And so that's what these interviews are going to be for. These interviews are going to be um, telling you how they got started, why they got started. They're also going to give you tips and things that they're doing in their business right now that they have found to be successful. They're also going to, they're going to share some failures and they're going to share some times when they really screwed up and they really missed the mark. They're even going to share with you times whenever honestly they weren't sure if their business is going to survive. I think every small business owner has had those sleepless nights wondering whether payroll was going to be met this Friday, wondering where they were going to come up with the money, and wondering if they were going to have to lay off these people that meant so much to them. So there's a whole lot of emotional and uh, you know excitement that, that goes on with a family business or with a small business um, whenever you 
have a big contract or whenever you have a big uh, month, it is, is very exciting. But at the same time, those lows are also very low. So we're sharing the stories behind the business, the journey that the owners have taken, sharing tips that uh, you might also be able to use in your business. Now, I would hope that this podcast would be a great resource for small business owners that are out there feeling very lonely in their quest to make a successful business. Many times you're so busy working in your business that you don't have time to go out and network and meet other people and you don't have the time to spend to work on your business. And this will hopefully give you some resources that you can use and and some actionable items that you can take away and say, you know what, I'm going to try this tomorrow or somebody else said this works and you know what they did it in their business and their business is similar to mine in this fashion so I think it might be something we can work on as well so there's gonna be a lot that you can take away if you're a small business owner there are a lot of people that have not yet taken the plunge and they want to own a small business and those small businesses are just waiting to happen anywhere in the country and if you need a roadmap and some help and some resources with that I definitely encourage you to be an avid listener of the podcast you can be a listener of the podcast while you're doing other things you can keep your headphones on at your desk and you can keep them uh, you know keep it listening the whole time Uh, you're doing other tasks that might be related to your business. And so I would encourage you to take the advice. This is all free advice. Small business owners are so incredibly busy because they have to be all things in their business most of the time. And what's happening is we are interrupting their day and we are saying, take time out and share with us. And so they're spending a valuable hour, many times an hour or more, Um, to talk to us about their business and really get down on the ground level of how they started, why they started, and why they've been successful. And it's things you can use as well. So I am so excited um, about some of the interviews. I've been um, for, you know, uh, weeks now, I've been conducting interviews and getting it all lined up and ready to go. And this podcast is going to be five days a week. And it's going to take a lot of work to get small business owners to get interviews uh, scheduled during, you know, sometimes during their workday. Sometimes it's late in the evenings after their workday is completely over. But I definitely know that there's going to be some valuable content that's going to come out of this. And in the end, you will have some connections with other small business owners that might be able to give you the advice you need. Um, you never know what you're going to, what you need and what you're going to take out of every podcast because every business is different. Every business model is different. Every company um, is different. And so each company that I talked to, I haven't yet talked to any of the same type of businesses yet. But even whenever I do get to that point and I've interviewed more than one florist or more than one photographer or more than one restaurateur, then we can start to um, accumulate some best practices for these specific industries that would help you as a small business owner. We wanna give you the tools and the resources to hopefully help you compete with the big boys. We know the pockets are not as deep as the corporations. We know that the brand recognition is not there like it is in the big corporations. And we want to give you a platform to be able to share uh, other ideas with people and at the same time take other ideas from people that are being successful. You might be a small business owner 
and you say, you know what, I'm not necessarily the smartest person in the world, but I've got some good ideas. You might be someone that I want to interview on this podcast, and I would encourage you to go to our website and leave me a contact. I will be glad to talk to you and make sure uh, you're the type of person that we want to interview on here because we want people that are definitely going to have some things to share. And so um, it's just going to be a really, really exciting journey. Um, this is, you know, a passion of mine. I am completely sold out as far as doing local as much as I possibly can in my own life. There is a push out there, and there are some staggering statistics that talk about if each household in every single community across the country would shift just 10% of the money that they spend at the big box stores or the online establishments. If they would shift just 10% to local independent small businesses in your area, it would create an amazing amount of jobs. The studies they have done in certain communities created more than 1,600 jobs and it increased revenue like something like 32 million dollars in revenue just in a single year by doing that shift of 10 percent it doesn't have to be every dollar that you spend it doesn't have to be every single time you make a purchase but if just 10 percent of it were switched what an amazing impact i don't know about you but i've realized over the past several years whenever we've had the recession that has been ongoing and just devastating that Government is number one, it's not going to be quick to fix anything. The wheels of government turn very, very slowly. And so government is not the answer to fixing our communities. Government is not the answer for our economies. And I'm not trying to make a political statement. There are good government programs, but here's the thing. We don't have to wait on government to do anything because we, as consumers and business owners in our local communities, we have more power to do anything than the government could do because we have the ability to take our dollars right down to where it counts the most and where it keeps the most amount of it in our community and we can spend them right there. And the more we do that, Here's what happens with those local businesses. Those local businesses grow. And when those local businesses grow, they also hire more people right there out of your local community. And many times, many good local businesses, they love to hire their best customers because those are their raving fans already. And they're someone that's already passionate about what they're already doing. So it's easy to hire them and, and just make them a part of their business. The other thing that happens is those businesses, as they succeed, they then in turn are able to be a, uh, to use other vendors and other service companies in the local community. And so it could be that they can now go out and hire the local advertising agency or the local marketing agency or the local cleaning company or um, the local uh, butcher to get them meat or the local farmer to get vegetables and all these other things. So they in turn will then spend more in the local community, which again allows those companies to create more jobs. And when those businesses do well, what happens is they begin to support the nonprofits in the community. They're the ones that you'll see on the back of the Little League baseball shirts. They're the ones that'll buy the ads from your child's yearbook. 
they're the ones that will be there making, you know, $5,000 or $10,000 donations to the local charity um, that is only working in your community. So it is a win, win, win all around situation. And I'm not encouraging anyone to spend more money. I don't think spending, I don't think more consumerism is what we need on any level in this country. Um, but I do think that if we are very thoughtful and very intentional with those dollars that we spend, we can make a world of difference and bring about change. And as we bring about change, the economy happens in uh, to improve in those areas where the local communities thrive. And unemployment begins to drop in those areas where local businesses thrive. And, you know, I, if you see the statistics, gosh, it's it's staggering that there are 60 plus percent of people that are going to work every single day that hate their jobs. They work for these huge corporations and don't get me wrong, I'm not against huge corporations. They have their place. They do things that small mom and pop businesses cannot do. But most of the time, the people that are working in those organizations are not feeling fulfilled with their jobs. They're not feeling connected to their customers. They're not feeling as if they are making a difference in anyone's life. But you know what? Whenever you reverse engineer it and look at these small local businesses, these are people that are passionate about what they're doing. That's the only reason they went into business in the first place. They risk it all. They probably risk their house. They probably have two or three mortgages on their house just to fund their business. You know, they've probably never taken a vacation in seven years because they want to be there and make sure their business is taken care of. You know, these are the people that have sacrificed it all to be in the community and they love what they're doing. And if they didn't love what they're doing, they wouldn't be doing it. And whenever those people succeed, what do they do? They find other people that are passionate. And there's nothing better than working for a local company that values their employees and says, you know what, when we succeed, you succeed. And many of the businesses I talk to and the business owners that I talk to, they have loyal employees that have been there for 10 and 12 and 15. And some of them even have people that have been there from the time whenever their parents owned the business. And so these are long-term people that are happy in their employment. And so I hope that by uh, getting the word out there about small businesses, that we can then in turn really promote localism, um, whether you're a business owner, whether you're a entrepreneur, maybe you're just, just waiting to find that niche. And you know what? One of the things that I have started asking people that I talk to on these interviews is what are the holes in the market that you're seeing? Because there's no better way to come up with a niche than to find five or 10 or 15 or 20 business owners that say, I would love it if somebody in my community would provide X, Y, Z or would do this type of work, but I cannot find anybody. Because right there, if you have that and you have that validation, you know there's a market there, you've got your first paying customer. All you've got to do is go and say, hey, I've started what you've been asking for. So hopefully there's just a whole lot of goodwill that will come out of the Brick and Mortar Reporter podcast. And I hope the support that small business owners need can be found right here um, in, with, in the presence of other small business owners. Um, I'm depending on community feedback. I'm com com depending on um, comments and I'm com you know, depending on some, some really constructive 
uh, feedback. I am not a professional radio personality. I'm not a um, anyone who's got a long history in broadcasting or anything like that. But I love to get down deep with some of these small business owners. And I will tell you, I have been absolutely astounded at the response I've gotten when I have reached out to small business owners and said, I'm starting this podcast and I think you have an interesting story to tell. And let me tell you what we're trying to do. And would you come be a guest on my podcast? And they have resoundingly said, I would love to share. And they've been open and they've been willing and they've shared and they've given highlights and lowlights. And it's a thing that is just each interview takes on a life of its own and takes on a theme of its own. And any of these interviewees have all said, if people want to contact me and ask me more about this, that, or the other, then please put my information out there. So you will find in our show notes all the links to these business owners. And granted, they're just as busy as you are. But I think if you met them and you, you contacted them and said, hey, I'm, I heard your podcast on the Brick and Mortar Reporter podcast, and I wanted to ask you something about what you said then suddenly they're going to be like, oh, yeah, this is these, these are my people here. So I just want us to find a, a community that can help promote local businesses. Um, I, I'm always looking for interviews with a five-day-a-week podcast. Um, the interviews have always got to be going on. And so um, it's, it's something that's an ongoing issue with me, you know, reaching out and trying to find those good local business owners that are willing to share their stories. So um, it's, if I haven't reached out to you yet, it's not because I haven't wanted to. Probably it's that I haven't found out about you yet because there's no national repository of small business owners that I can go to and find, uh, find you listed somewhere in a directory or something like that. So um, I'm out on the prowl all the time looking for small business owners to talk to. I want to see them doing well in their business and uh, see that they have a story to tell. And so I can't, I can hardly think of any small business owner that wouldn't have a story to tell. Everyone has a story to tell. And your story might resonate in a completely different way than someone else who listens to the podcast. So um, everyone's going to get something different out of them. But I am so excited um, to start the podcast and to um, get the interviews rolling. We've got interviews from all over the country. And um, I'm excited about all the things that this is going to evolve into as we uh, get more people on board and get more people uh, in the pipeline for the interview. So it's a great opportunity. Um, I did also want to mention that on our website, we will have um, on the show notes of all of our podcasts, we'll have all the contact information and all the ways to um, get in touch with the business owners that we are featuring on each interview. And here's the thing. If you go and find their Facebook page and like them, you will be able to follow them and you'll be able to keep up with them. But not just that, you'll be able to give them a little extra exposure. Now, I realize that local businesses, you know, if somebody, if you're in uh, where I am in South Carolina and you have somebody in California like your Facebook page, it's not always gonna apply. But you know what? There are a lot of these small businesses that will eventually be um, expanding into the online space. Some of them actually make physical products and they sell them locally. And if they had enough of a market and enough um, you know, of a justification, they would probably be willing to sell them online or to open an online store. And so um, to me, there's nothing better than if you do 
need a specific product and you can't find it in your local area, if you have to shop online, knowing that many of these um, local stores and local businesses will have an online presence where you can still shop online for something you cannot get in your community, but then you can thereby support another local community and know that you're not just feeding the big corporate machine. And that's what this is all about. This is all about us as consumers and us as small business owners taking control of what we can as far as our spending and making conscious decisions and then seeing the repercussions. I would love to be able to talk eventually about the communities that have been built because of thriving local, by local organizations and um, business communities that are thriving in certain areas. So I, I'm so excited to focus on so many aspects of local but uh, we say that we're building communities one business at a time, and that's really uh, what it's going to take to um, make an economic recovery come about in so many communities. So come back every single day and listen to the podcast. Uh, you're going to find great interviews. We're excited to bring every single owner to you that we've uh, interviewed, and we know that there are so many things that you're going to learn from them. We just can't wait um, to get the ball rolling. So again, thank you. Um, I will also tell you that we will appreciate so much your support and leaving us iTunes reviews. Don't review us yet. We, you haven't even, if you just listened to this, you haven't even heard the real podcast yet. So wait. Give us a chance, listen to a few more of our interviews, give us a rating, give us a review on iTunes. We want to get the word out about us and we want to make a difference in your community and in your business. So thank you so much. We'll see you next time on the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast, where we build businesses all day long with no permits. Remember, local businesses are the backbone of our economy. So, whenever you have the opportunity, choose local.